Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. And then the hurt child became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you, I actually feel a lot more um, awake. How are you? I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. It's, it's um, I'm doing a treatment the last few days that I haven't felt really great, but it's. I mean, I I, I keep trying to put it in perspective because. Compared to what it, what I've what it's been in the past, it's like pretty much nothing. I mean, I'm still running every day, and that's really keeping me, um, like kind of keeping me on track. You know, mm -hmm. whenever I get these kind of overwhelming fears, um, that I'm might still be sick or get sick again or you know relapse this kind of thing and I go running and then I'm and then I see oh no I'm good <laughs> I mean, all right you know it's just like yeah it's just it's I never imagined it would you know be like this but I'm still I'm still like my mental state still is still struggling with that mm -hmm. the fear of getting sick again yes yeah, it's that and um, the frustration of um, like feeling, feeling, feeling unable to take on um, these kind, like this is, this, it's the same old thing. Mm -hmm. These, ta these tasks that, um, what's the word executive type functioning tasks where sure. I have to go, go online and fill out applications or follow through on things, or they mm -hmm. just even, even, even pretty simple ones, you know, like the things I've told you about here at home, th mm -hmm. doing things at home that are just, just regular maintenance type things that you do at home every day are, again, they still seem overwhelming and, my therapist told me, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's not going to make sense to you and it doesn't really have to make sense. So I'm really trying to not figure it out, but that's so hard when you're struggling. When so your therapist hard. says it doesn't have to make sense, they mean the, well, what like, they mean, what, why like, it's so, like this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I keep, cause I keep going around in circles trying to understand why I can't feel like, why I feel like I can't move forward and do things or I don't have the desire to do things. Like I don't have that will that I feel like is just, they're even neutral things. They're not, they're not, they're not things that are 
like, oh my God, this is like going to, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't accomplish this, um, everything's going to fall apart. No, they're just really neutral things that are, feel kind of threatening. And um, so I'm just kind of finding myself in, um, I I feel like if I could figure it out that I would feel okay, more okay with it. Mm And, um, and they have, I do have, moments when I am feeling at peace with myself and I think, okay, this is, this is just temporary. I keep, I I keep reminding myself that it's temporary. This is just because I was, um, not in a really good place for a long time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does that make, make sense? Have you, have you, have you talked to people like that, that are feel like, um, I don't know if I told you this too. I see if this kind of rings a bell. I, I think I have told you this, that I feel like um, I was um, almost used the analogy of coming back from a war, like um, not that I've ever been in the military, but this feeling of having been fighting and pushing for something all these years so hard Mm -hmm. and putting so much effort and so much like all my full, every ounce of of energy that I had. And now that I'm kind of like, Oh, I'm okay. Now, now, you know how when soldiers come back from, from battle there, they, that shell shocked feeling Mm -hmm. that they talk about when they come back and they just feel like, wow, like, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't, you know, it's, it's like that. It's like, I, I look around and I'm fine and everything's fine. There's no, no, thread around me, but I just feel like something is not okay. Like that. Um, yeah. Like it's just sort of like going, going a hundred miles an hour and then just stopping. Yeah. And, and now something I'm okay. about that feels threatening. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm okay. And, um, but now I feel like kind of frozen in time in this. Yeah this this present moment just frozen here like not really knowing what to do okay so you i've mentioned, been go ahead. go ahead no go ahead well i was gonna say that you mentioned you know if you could figure it out then you feel like you would be okay and i'm curious if that if the part of you that wants to figure it out and to feel okay if if the answer is in something that we could discover through IFS, if the answer is to do with your relationship with parts, does that, does the figure it out part, is it satisfied by that? Or does it say, well, that can't be, or that's, that doesn't tell the whole story. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm, Cause I'm wondering if that figure it out part is, is, you know, keeping parts work from being an option or, yeah, a path to figuring it out. Say that again. I'm wondering if the figuring out part, Mm -hmm. the part that wants to figure it out, Mm -hmm. sees parts work, sees what we're doing here as not a viable solution. And so it might never be satisfied with parts work. Hmm. It's just a hypothesis or something I would like to know about that part. Are you asking like, like for me, for something for me to look at? It would be, it would be a question for a part. Yeah. Because, okay, so like, if we keep doing parts work, then I'm going, and I'm going to keep suggesting like, let's look at parts, let's look at parts, this sounds mm-hmm. like parts. And because in my mind, you know, that, I mean, that's kind of all I'm doing here. And so that's going to be the only type of solution that I'm helping us uncover. Yeah. And so I'm just wondering if that, 
if the figure, if the part that wants to have it all figured out is okay with that. Got it. Or if it's skeptical about that. I don't even know how to answer that. Well, like, you would ask, you would check with the part that, that wants to figure, yeah. it, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because, it, yeah, it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. Like it's been like this. Like I have this sense that it's so, so simple that I'm just on the edge of breaking through something. There's mm-hmm. like something on the other side. I have that sense that... Um. And I did, like, I recently, I like, recently I haven't been addressing that taskmaster part. Mm -hmm. And that's the one right now that I feel up against. Because I, um, for example, I, this place is, um, is is hiring me to do substitute teaching. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, ever since that, I'm so feel overwhelmed around um, getting the proper, I have to get my transcripts and I have to, they need a resume on file. I have to do mm-hmm. that. And they have, and they, and they need, like, I have to get fingerprinted. You know, it's just like these kinds mm-hmm. of things. Like I can get the job and like, I could literally go in the classroom, but right. so now that's eating at me. And so all of, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these little things I'm up against. And it's just like, there's this barrier there. It's the same thing. Like I've been like, it's the same thing I've been dealing with. <laughs> you, I mean, aren't you tired of hearing about this? No, I'm curious. Okay. Okay. Because I am. But I'm, but I'm I curious. Am. I'm, I'm curious it. about I'm it. I'm, I'm curious about, about the parts. Uh, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. So I'm curious about the parts. The mm-hmm. The story, I don't think is necessary for me to know. Mm-hmm. And the details of the story of the, of the little things that you're dealing with, I'm not particularly curious about mm-hmm. other than how parts are seeing them and parts and your interaction with parts. Yeah. I mean, it's just, but I come to, like, I get, I get, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you so, think? That's, yeah. So that's you've named a few parts, right? So you've named yeah. the taskmaster. Yep. I've named a part that I'm calling figure it out part. The one that yep. wants the to. The analytical part. Yep. Mm-hmm, that's so close to this answer. That's so simple, but it's, but it can't figure it out. Yeah. I feel um, like I'm going to suddenly have this divine enlightenment and inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's all it was. And then I'm just going to be like, okay, my life's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And it, does that part see that as a piece of information you're missing or does it see it as, uh, again? Yeah. Kind of like, an mm-hmm. yes, kind of like a piece of information or a state of mind that I haven't reached and that mm-hmm. I'm going to hear something, I'm going to hear something or, you know, something's going to come while I'm meditating and I'm going to be, and I'll say, oh, that's what it, oh, okay. All right. That would be now nice. I'm free. Now I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that there's some truth in that, in, in this approach, which is that through the meditation and through the working with parts, you can have those revelations and, and that freedom, I think, I I believe. I I agree. But but it's also not, it's also not, oh, now I get it. The end. It's, it's a process of building relationships. Right. So, Right. The uh, the aha moment is oh I can build relationships, then you still have the months and years and lifetime of of actually building and maintaining those relationships. Right. Right. I get that. I get yeah. that. It's sort of like yeah. I mean I've come far already. I really <laughs> have come far. I mean I all I can see though is what what's what's all I can see is are the challenges in front of me. You know it's it's mm-hmm. and I I um. I do like, I do, um, 
I do re- quite regularly. I come to a, a piece where I think, wow, I have done, I, you know, I have come so far and I am, I'm really doing a lot, you know, but then I, mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I'm not doing anything because I feel so, so a lot of the time, so unfulfilled. Yeah. 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 So that might be another part. That might be another part that has a yearning or feels like it's missing something. It's missing some connection or some. Yeah, some it does, I think there's some kind of like surrender involved that I haven't been able to, just haven't been able to reach. You hmm. know how sometimes with these parts, you you eventually kind of I don't know if the word is surrender, or you just say oh, okay. Um. You have that compassion and you can just let go. You have that compassion. Hmm. You can just let go and be like, okay, it's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong. There's like nothing even literally, really, there's nothing even wrong. Well, if there are parts that are saying there's something wrong and there are parts that are even maybe saying there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with, with my life, then, then there's something wrong, right? Those, those parts are unhappy. Yeah. And. But I mean, there's you know, like uh, inherently my situation, I'm, I'm, I'm safe. I'm, I'm, I'm eating, I'm running, I'm healthy. I'm, I'm, I would say quite healthy. And you know right. what I mean? In that sense, you know what I mean? Right. That's why, yeah. that's why I'm only interested in, in your internal family system. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's the only it. place that I'm suggesting that we look because right. I think that so many people uh, myself included, you know, they have a have a decent life on paper mm-hmm. on on the mm-hmm. outside. There's, mm-hmm. um, I'm safe, I'm fed, and yeah. when the depression or the anxiety or the longing or the feeling of worthlessness comes up or anything like that, you know, that can be regardless of your external circumstances. And so that's why that's why I find this work so powerful. Is because it's it's going to those parts and understanding them and and not simply accepting them as okay well this is just how I am there is an right. acceptance there is an acceptance of right okay I have parts they do get triggered by this and that but it's pretty proactive in in saying they're going to get triggered and I'm going to be there for them yeah. every time and I'm going to yeah. continue learning how to negotiate with them and lead them yeah which is a daily practice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I'm so glad that we're doing this call because now I'm going to, it's going to get me, I was doing it every day. You know, I was doing the, um, I was using some of the the recordings even from, mm-hmm. from the book that I have mm-hmm. on audio that was, you know, would, would really, were really helpful. Yeah. And I would many yeah. times, I just forget. I have sometimes, I mean, I, and I, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. So what I, what I just, yeah, I have this sense that, um, yeah, I, I, what I've gotten doing this with you is I get to that point where I think like, I, I do see finally that like these parts do calm down at certain points. And then mm-hmm. I think, and then I'm kind of have that feeling of just being okay. And actually my situation you know, I'm, I'm healthy. It's, it's all, you know, a lot of it's about my health, obviously mm-hmm. that, um, I was in like, like, I can't even believe I'm, I'm still at the point where I lay, sometimes I'm just laying there and I'm like, wow, I don't have pain in my body. It's so bizarre, um, to not feel pain and not be like worried. Like usually, you know, with Lyme, I had some ish, oh, my body or, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I have brain fog fatigue. Like there's not like not having those issues has literally made me kind of crazy because now I have nothing. It's like, I have nothing to focus on or something. Right. It's like, right. it's like the nervous system needs, needs, needs something to, for, to, to put my focus on my concentration on. And I was so hypervigilant and now I don't need to be, and it still is. Yeah. Yeah. And so that would be another place we could look is just, what is that pain, that fear, when there isn't when there isn't so much to do? What is that feeling? 
Yeah, that would be a good place to look because I have that. I I was just thinking um, this week or the, no, maybe in the last four days, I've been, it came to me some a few times like, wow, growing up, um, I was always busy and my got that from my mom who modeled that, that it was just sort of like, if you're not doing something, you need to be doing something. You know what I yeah. mean? That yeah. sense of that is not, that's like not a healthy, healthy yeah. way. And to, what happens to, if you're not busy? Then yeah, your brain finds something to obsess about. Mm-hmm. My brain finds something to worry or think about what I'm not doing and I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which at this point now it no longer drives me to do something. It does the opposite. It just makes me feel paralyzed. Right. <laughs> right. So the getting things done part of the taskmaster has been very valuable in keeping mm-hmm. that away. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. And does that part feel appreciated by you? Does it, does that taskmaster? Sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes when I, when I, you know, when I really go there and I can, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, And would it be okay to, would it be okay to look more at, you know, you said when you're not busy, you're obsessing, you're worrying, you're paralyzed. Would mm -hmm. it be okay to learn more about that part? Would it be okay to learn more about, ask the taskmaster part, because the taskmaster part has been working really hard to keep that part away. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if it will give you space to learn more about that. Obsessed, worried, paralyzed part. Yeah, that's the part that's always, you know, when it, when it doesn't have, when it doesn't have some kind of goal or some kind of to occupy itself with, then it gets anxious, I guess, would be the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you feel towards that part right now? Um, I really would like for it to have some peace. Okay. Can you let it know that? Yeah. And I think that if if we can stay curious and learn more about it, that would be the best way to figure out how to help it get to okay. a peaceful place. Okay. Does that sound like yeah. a plan? Yeah. Okay. So see if you can let it know that you're curious about it, that you'd like for it to have some peace. And then you could ask it, what it wants you to know. It's <laughs> I see this like image of it hopping around and jumping and it's with this eagerness to do something. It's so funny. Yeah. What else do you notice about it in that image? There a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Very high energy. Saying, come on, let's go. Let's do something. Okay. Let's get excited. Yeah. And is it aware of you there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because whatever part this is that's looking at it now is just thinking like, oh, oh, like I like wants to engage, but it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy, what? 
can I can handle, handle this? Yeah. Can I handle like, do I have the energy? Do I have the stamina? To handle all that energy, to handle all that eagerness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense because if this part has a really high energy and there's another part saying, well, I don't want to, I don't want to get all high energy with this part right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Good. So the part that's worried about getting high energy, we can let it know that we don't have to, we don't have to do that in order to get to know this part, the eager one. And you can ask the eager part if it will just let it know that you want to get to know it. And you could just ask it if it will settle a little bit so that it can talk with you. Okay. You might ask it what it's afraid would happen if it didn't jump around. It will get bored and yeah. and bored and unfulfilled, hmm. uninspired. Yeah. Like, like it's going to miss out. There's a sense of it. it's going to miss out on something. Okay. Like miss out on life. Life itself. Yeah. And this might sound like a silly question, but what would be so bad about that? What is, what is kind of the, the pain or the fear behind that idea of missing out on life? No, it's sort of like not things that would cease to exist. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Or that or else it's 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 saying that It's like kind of reflecting back the situation of just being at home and sluggish and and depressed and with nothing. Yeah, just it. Yeah, I don't know. There's no answer. Okay, that's fine. And how does it like its job of getting your attention in that way? It kind of likes it. Yeah. Yeah. But it also it also fights with other parts that don't yeah. have that energy. Yeah. 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 And how long has it been doing that job for you? Oh, since I was very, very, very young. It was very, I don't even know, as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. A little kid. Is there something that it recalls having to kind of fight against when you were a little kid? Something that it was concerned about? There's something about just being really, just even being pushed to do a lot of just really being really active and activity, but it's sort of going mm-hmm. between, yeah, it liked that, but there's pressure involved. 
yeah pressure from other people to yeah to i think, get everything I think done. Pre- yeah yeah pressure from from my mom mm-hmm. okay yeah it's all this making sense to you yeah great and how are you being with the part now? Earlier, it was kind of jumping around. Um, has it has it settled at all? Are you feeling yeah. close to it? Is there a proximity that you're noticing between you and this part? Yeah, it has definitely has settled down. And um, And it's right there next to me. Great. And so it really doesn't like this idea of being pushed by others. Yeah. And it's a sense of two of wanting to do things and not, not being allowed to. Hmm. At the same time, you know, so there's, Yeah, just again, it's coming back to following, following, you know, following guidelines and rules and, yeah, you know, trying to navigate and please my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if it didn't do that job, if it didn't, Let's just say you, if you didn't follow the rules or please your mom, what would happen then? What would be the the negative feelings around that? Oh, uh, just loneliness. Being mm-hmm. the sense of being alone. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not getting enough attention. Yeah. Um. Acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. You know, having, um, being able to engage with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like this part has a very valuable job. I mean, yeah. those, feeling, those feelings of being alone must have been so hard yeah you could say that's like sort of like maybe in the in an adult version like a people pleasing part mm-hmm. that we you know we do to try to get people's attention or get their approval yeah yeah like we all do that and yet um it can go too far Right. You know, so that it's becomes it gets in the way of really knowing what you want. Yeah. In, in my case, what I really wanted. So there's like a lack of direction and just wanting to yeah, wanting attention. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned earlier how these feelings come up when you know, when there is nothing to do when you are just alone, yep. right? And you're yep. having this kind of Yep. The same kind of feelings, right? Of yep. the loneliness and the, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, the sense of I should definitely be doing something right now that I enjoy right. and I'm not. Right. And then obsessing right. about that. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. All of the thing going over, all the things that I'm not doing that need to get done and that... um or that I want to do and like that I'm healthy enough to do and Mm -hmm. on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. So if you could work with the part that still has that loneliness, that still has that, just that same kind of pain that would come up if and when you didn't please your mother, if you could heal that or change that, Mm-hmm. Would this, would this eager part, well, would it like that? And would it like, um, yeah. 
how, let's see, what would it rather be doing with its energy if you could do that? Um, just exploring and figuring out what it wants to do by itself without mm. it having to matter what anyone else thinks. Yeah. Okay. And maybe you can spend a minute just kind of envisioning that with it. Like, what does that look like for this part to explore, to be unencumbered by other people's expectations and just let it kind of feel into that. If it didn't have to worry about the loneliness. Yeah, it's no, I just got a block. I was going there and then it was just like what? It doesn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. How old is this part to think that you are? Like six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And were there some things going on in your life at I mean, that age? It's like that, coming, kind of coming up as like multiple ages. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, just right. I just have a picture, like it's seen like my mom being really busy, always, you know, busy during her, all her activities. Mm-hmm. And just how difficult that was for you as a six-year-old. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just a sense of, a little bit of sense of um, alone, aloneness, maybe some mm-hmm. confusion. Okay. Well, you can go ahead and update this part with your real age. Right. It's like a really, yeah. Yeah. And you can also, it's a relief for this part because you can communicate with it as an adult here, but you can also go to these younger parts that maybe feel stuck back there, maybe still have those feelings of being alone and confused. And you might be able to help them out too. Yeah. Try asking this eager part, um, what else it wants from you going forward? Yeah, it's it's really. Um, I mean, I'm here. I'm like really hearing it in more of adult language. Of course, it's like space. You know, more space and freedom. Um, less. more more compassion not being so hard 
not being so hard on myself Mm -hmm. and um, allowing things to just unfold, you know, little by little, not, um, and being okay with that, just being okay with uh, the process. Okay. And what do you think about, and you can ask this part too, but what do you think about maybe trying to contact some of those younger parts, see if there is maybe a six-year-old in there or some part that carries that burden of being alone, being confused? Yeah, I can see it's, I can see a version of like six, eight, even 10 Mm -hmm. Um, 12. Yeah. Like this, yeah, this, this, this drive to, to, to get somewhere, to do some, to do something, to do more, to, um, and how about, how about, go ahead. How about a part that carries, that holds that pain of the loneliness? Can you see that part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the, the, my parents, it's, you know, my parents, most of them being really busy and not just feeling misunderstood, just lack of attention. Yeah. And do you see how old that part is? Like 10. Okay. And how do you feel about shifting and and working with that part and meeting? Yeah. Great. Great. So you can thank this eager part for everything that Mm -hmm. it showed you. And for all its hard work, and see if you can let that 10-year-old know that you'd like to get to know her. Just see how she responds. Yeah, she's, she's, open Mm -hmm. she's um I see at that time I even had I have that I had a broken leg from skiing and that feeling of not being able to play yeah during the summer because that was a it was I had a full length cast on my leg with crutches mm-hmm. and people and everyone being outside playing. And it was really hard for me to play because I had these crutches. Yeah. Yeah. So let that part know that you'd like to know more about how hard that was for her. Tell her you really want to get it. What it was like for her to not be able to play. Yeah, there was a lot of, um, at the beginning, a lot of pain when I was in bed mm-hmm. and then unable to go to school for a while. And um, yeah, and just having this thing on my leg that was itching. I and imagine that contributed to some lack of attention, some loneliness. Yeah. Hmm. not being able to participate. And how do you feel as you learn this about her and just as she's showing you this, are you okay with the way that she's showing you this? Yeah. Yeah. See if there's more that she can show you about what it was like for her. Just anything that was hard. 
It's funny because when it happened, we were skiing and I was, um, actually, I was, I think, I mean, I hadn't skied very much as a kid that at that point. And I was showing my parents like how I was skiing and then I fell and broke my leg right there. Like right then. I remember mm. that feeling. Yeah. It was you were so. Trying, you were trying to get their attention in that moment. Yeah. 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 See if you again just ask about what that was like for her. Tell her you really want to understand. You could also ask if that caused her to develop any beliefs about herself or her world. Yeah, there might be something there about even trusting my parents because here's the, sto the story is that they bought me these skis at the store and they weren't the proper kind of bindings that release when you fall. Because mm -hmm. that's what we we were with a lot of avid skiers and they said, no, you can't use those after, after the fact. You can't use those kind of bindings because they don't release when you fall. Yeah. So that is what was in my head. Like I remember hearing that story so many times. So it's like... Oh, I think, I think even today, I, when I think about that now, it's like, why would my, I mean, they didn't know, obviously, but it's like so annoying to me because my dad like buys, is the one, my mom will buy really great quality things. My dad will buy really cheap and like be trying to save money on everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I probably, like I can just picture him, you know, doing that and getting me these, dangerous skis so there's something there maybe about maybe about trusting them yeah yeah and what was it like for her to learn that to learn that those skis weren't appropriate because it was space? like a really big deal yep it was okay yeah yeah let me find out yeah again look for how much of a big deal it was to her emotionally what it was like for her Yeah, it was like, what is going on? Like they put me on these skis that are not even safe. Because then afterwards, there's this whole, the next season when I could have ski again, there's this huge, like I, there's, I, even to this day, I have a thing about my bindings on my skis but I had to get new skis and the bindings had to be, you know, of course, especially I'm sure they made sure then that I had, but I remember these Besser bindings, they were like special bindings. And oh my God. It's like, so it, I can just see how, like as a kid, that was really traumatic. Yes. Does she... Because I broke both of the both of the tibia and the fibula all the way through. Hmm. Does she and, yeah, see that you see that? You said you said yeah. I can see how that's traumatic. Ask her yeah. if she thinks that you get it. Okay. Do you understand what it was like for her? Yeah. Does she feel like she can trust you? Yeah, I'm telling her that I know all about like proper skis and everything now. Yes. Does she feel like you understand the trauma and the pain that she experienced?
Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, because afterwards we were up in Michigan and I'm seeing. Yeah, she's see, I'm seeing and she's getting it that I, I had to sit in the chalet with this cast on my leg and it was so much pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I was in fourth. I was, yeah, coming out of fourth grade. And does she feel like she's still kind of stuck back there in that time? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Does she still carry those beliefs about who she can trust? And well, those burdens of being lonely and not getting the attention she wanted? Yeah, I'm letting her know. You're letting her know what? That I'm here for her and that I'm, I, I'm, you know, like being attentive. Mm-hmm. And that's, that it's, 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 it's okay that, um, Okay. Kind of reminds me of a small version of having Lyme disease, you know, being debilitated. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine a lot of those same feelings were coming up. You could offer, just as a kind of thought experiment, you could offer to kind of go back into some of those scenes, Mm -hmm. go back into, you know, into those times when she was um, getting those skis, finding out about those skis or, or feeling that need to, to show off for her parents. Mm -hmm. You could mm-hmm. you could think about put yourself back in that time mm-hmm. and be there for her in the way that she needed someone. Check that out with her if she would like that and just go back there and be there for her. Yeah, it was, I, I can see the the incident itself was really scary. Yeah. And how you would be there for her mm-hmm. during that? Yeah. How does she like that? Yeah. She, she, feels, she feels comforted. Yeah. How about those lonely times in her room when the other kids were playing? Yeah. Can you... Go back there and be there for her in the way that she needed someone. Yeah. Yeah. You could ask her if there's anybody she wants you to talk to for her or with her. 
or help her talk to? There's a message she wants to send anybody. Yeah, you can just, mostly she's saying she just wants people to know how she feels. Yeah. And who does she want to know how she feels? My parents. Mm-hmm. And would she like your help in, again, back in her time, sending them that message somehow? Yeah. Go ahead and do that. Okay. Yeah, she's she's feeling appreciative and much more, you know, more relaxed, more calm. Great. More assured. Great. Yeah. And is there somewhere else that she would like to go? You might, I mean, you can invite her to kind of be with you, to spend more time with you. You could invite her to create some fantasy place that she would rather be where she doesn't have, well, she has whatever she wants in her environment. Yeah, swimming in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and take her there. Let her have whatever she wants there. Tell her that she doesn't have to go back to those other scenes. Being alone or being fighting for attention or the pain of the incident of breaking her leg. Mm How she like it there? Yeah. Great. Yeah, much better. And finally, you could ask her where she carries some of those burdens. Some of that pain, some of that loneliness, where she carries that in her body. The feeling of not getting enough attention. The chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the chest area and the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, and ask her how she would like to give that up. She can give it up to earth, wind, fire, water, air, however she wants to give it up. To the air. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go ahead and help her do that. Okay. Tell her to take all those feelings, those <sighs> burdens, and give them up to the air. And do it until it's all out. She's much better now, lighter, 
relaxed. Yeah. Great. No worries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she can meet with you and not have to feel alone. You can meet her at the beach. You can meet her anywhere. Yeah. You might check with some of the parts from the beginning of the conversation, the eager part, the taskmaster, the part that wants to figure this all out. You might invite them to see how this girl is doing now and just see how they react, see if they might want to revise their roles and if it has any meaning to them. Let them know that they don't have to protect her because she's with you now. Yeah, they're they're a little more relaxed now. Great, great. They're, yeah. Okay. And the way to maintain this is to continue checking in with this ten-year-old. Yeah, this lonely part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when that comes up, you can remind her about her place at the beach with you or you can create new things with her great thank you thank you so much James you're welcome thank you thank you for sharing all that and for doing the work appreciate it appreciate you yeah yep and that would be my recommendation is just to check back in with her okay because it does have that effect on those other parts, those other pushy parts, those protectors. That's mm-hmm. in the theory of this paradigm. This is kind of what drives them, these exiled parts. Yeah, and the that 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 sense that that is a, that is like a definite overwhelming sense of yeah, I can't just you know be. That that being a, like not doing anything or being alone or just sitting, mm-hmm. you know, is is equivalent to being lonely, which it, which it's not, you know, necessarily. And so I can see that's just like a long, long, long um, sensation that I've that I've had. That's just yeah, like kind of keeps me keeps my my keeps my um my brain occupied and right. working and moving and overreacting right. yeah okay Thank you. yeah give it a try keep checking in with her let me know how it goes and, i uh, will love love to hear how it goes and keep working with you thank you so much james okay have a good night you too bye okay bye Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. 
If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.